Hello and welcome to Vocab Lab, where we explore useful English vocabulary for those gearing up for the SAT, ACT, TOEFL, and other standardized tests. In today's episode, we're diving into terms that often stump test takers. Stay tuned to uncover the meanings, origins, and uses of conformist, obstinate, and querulous. Wondering what they mean? We're here to clear it up. Let's kick things off with the word conformist. That's C-O-N-F-O-R-M-I-S-T. Conformist, repeated, conformist. It's primarily a noun. A conformist is someone who follows conventional standards and rules, often to fit in with a group. When thinking of a conformist, picture someone who conforms, quite simply. This can help you remember the definition. The word conformist can get mixed up with conformist, which is not a word, or even sometimes with nonconformist which is actually the opposite, someone who does not conform. Looking at its etymology, conformist comes from the Latin conformare, meaning to form, to shape, to fashion. Here are a couple of example sentences. In high school, Jean was a conformist, dressing and acting exactly like her peers to blend in. To maintain the company's culture, the manager preferred hiring conformists who would adhere to established procedures and values. Next up, we have the adjective obstinate. Let's spell it out. O-B-S-T-I-N-A-T-E. Obstinate. An obstinate person is stubbornly refusing to change one's opinion or course of action, despite attempts to persuade one to do so. The memory trick here is to think of an obstacle that's hard to get past, much like an obstinate person's opinion. Sometimes people confuse obstinate with similar sounding words like obstetric or obeisant, which have very different meanings. The origin of obstinate lies in the Latin obstinatus, past participle of obstinare, which means to be persistent. Example sentences include, despite the clear evidence presented to him, he remained obstinate, refusing to admit he was wrong about the date of the event. The teacher found it challenging to manage the obstinate child who constantly defied classroom rules. Lastly, let's look at the word querulous. That's Q-U-E-R-U-L-O-U-S. And again, querulous. It's an adjective used to describe someone who is complaining in a petulant or whining manner. A trick to remember it is associating it with query, since querulous people often have many complaints or queries about things. It's often confused with querulous, which isn't a standard term, though it might suggest a tendency to quarrel, which querulous people might often do. This adjective comes from Latin querulous, from query, meaning to complain. In use, one might say, the querulous tone of the customer indicated his dissatisfaction with the service. A querulous voice behind me in the movie theater kept making comments about the plot, much to everyone's annoyance. Now it's quiz time. Are you ready for a fun fill-in-the-blank challenge? Definitely. Hit me with the first one. All right, here we go. Though he normally likes to go with the flow, at the community meeting, Jim found himself to be the only blank, questioning the need for a new traffic light. That would be nonconformist, but it's not one of our words. So for our selection today, I'll go with conformist as my answer. Correct. Next up, even after the debate, her stance on the issue was blank, showing no signs of shifting. That one's easy. Obstinate. Got it. Moving on. The blank child made the car ride unpleasant for everyone with his constant bickering over minor discomforts. That's querulous. Exactly. Can't get anything past you. Now the remote village had its own share of blank people, all keeping the old traditions alive. 
That's definitely conformist. Yes, it is. Two more to go. He is known to be quite blank when it comes to negotiate ions, often prolonging the discussion unnecessarily. That sounds like obstinate. Correct again. Last one. The blank passenger in seat 13A made the flight attendant's job exceptionally difficult. Querulous it is. Spot on, Jack. Now, for those of you playing along, how did you do? Let us know by sending an email to the address we'll mention at the end of the show. Before we wrap up, let's take a moment to revisit the vocabulary from our previous episode. In our last episode, we covered recalcitrant, which is spelled R-E-C-A-L-C-I-T-R-A-N-T. Recalcitrant describes someone who is stubbornly resistant to authority or control. For example, despite repeated warnings, the recalcitrant teenager kept breaking curfew. We also discussed audacious, A-U-D-A-C-I-O-U-S. An audacious person or action is daring and fearless, sometimes recklessly so. For example, the audacious explorer embarked on a solo journey across the Antarctic. And our final word was surfeit, S-U-R-F-E-I-T. Surfeit means an excessive amount of something. In a sentence, after the holidays, she felt a surfeit of sweets had been consumed, and it was time to cut back. Now, don't forget to catch our next episode of Vocab Lab, where you'll learn three new vocabulary words, and we'll test your memory of today's words, conformist, obstinate, and querulous. Download episode one to keep improving your vocabulary bank. We're wrapping up today's episode, but before we go, here's a quick reminder. If you have questions or vocabulary words that you would like to suggest for future episodes, please get in touch at vocablab at pagepods.com. Our email address is also in the show notes. If you like the show, be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app and consider leaving a review so that others can learn more about us. To stay up to date on the latest episodes and for show transcripts, subscribe to our newsletter at vocablab.pagepods.com. The link is also in our show notes. Thanks for tuning in, and we hope you'll join us again. Happy studying, and stay wordy. Bye, everyone. <laughs>